This episode mentions the use and abuse of illicit substances along with sexual abuse. If you or someone you know is experiencing the following issues, call 1-800-RESPECT or the National Alcohol and Drug Hotline on 1-800-250-015. <laughs> Muso Mondays with Kyan and Jade talking all things music starting in 3, 2, 1 Welcome to Muso Mondays with Kyan and Jade. Now in this week's episode we're keeping you up to date with what is happening in the music world and we're talking all things about the brand new music. We'll also be talking about Britney Spears and the whole Free Britney movement and we will discuss R. Kelly and why he's been sent to prison. In case you've been living underneath a rock and don't know about Free Britney, uh, basically she's been in a conservatorship for over 12 years after her very public breakdown back in 2008. And if you don't know what a conservatorship is, it's a legal process for taking somebody's ability to make their own decisions and giving them some sort of third party to represent them instead. Some people even refer to it as a civil death. Now, over the past year and a half, uh, the Free Britney movement has really blown up all over the internet. Um, And I don't know if you know, Jane, but these tapes of Britney on the phone to her lawyer were leaked. I did not know that. Um, Let's just say I listened to the full 45 minutes of it when it very first came out and it was... um, quite confronting. I'll insert some clips. I'm not lying. I just want my life back and it's been 13 years and it's enough. It's been a long time since I've owned my money and it's my wish and my dream for all of this to end. I have a um, ID inside of myself right now so I don't get pregnant. I wanted to take the ID out so I could start trying to have another baby but this so-called team won't let me go to the doctor to take it out because they they don't want me to have children, any more children. One thing I do want to touch on um, is in these phone calls, not to get dark straight away, but she mentions the fact that they have an IUD put inside of her against her own will. Oh my God. How? I, th- I think it's just like the whole law thing. Like, obviously she can like be like, no, no, no. But like, if you're in a conservatorship, you don't really have a say. It's such a messed up system. Yeah, honestly. Okay. So we were talking a bit before we started the podcast and you were talking about how you watched a movie. Now there are like, th- what, three? Different- yeah. Three different ones on Netflix right now. Um, one came out last week. I'm pretty sure it was. Um, it's called Spears vs. Britney or Britney vs. Spears. Now, I didn't get a chance to watch this one. Um, I have watched one in the past that, like, afterwards she came out on her Instagram and was like, oh, you guys made me really upset. Like, I'm fine. When it actually wasn't her that said that. Like, and she actually said that in the tapes that I was talking about earlier. So, in the movie that I watched, which is where I'm getting most of my information from for today's podcast, it goes through all the different relationships that people had with Britney, like the producers on the this movie, actually in their different statements about different things that happened. Um, It talks about people who allegedly drugged Britney Spears. And it also talks about her relationship that she had when she had that breakdown in 2008 and how he dealt with the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So obviously like this whole entire thing is a very, very messed up situation. Um, Like I know this episode is a lot more serious compared to like our last two episodes, but I feel like, you know, this is an important thing to discuss and it is very relevant in music at the moment. Like Britney Spears has been around for like years. Like I grew up listening to her and watching her um, and her like amazing MTV performances that she's done, etc. Like, I, you know. Yeah, it's such a major case and it happens more than we think. 
honestly. This is just because she's so famous, we're hearing about this one. I'm sure it happens all the time. So I want to jump straight into when she first tried to rebuttal this whole situation, which was actually in 2009, which was only one year into the now 13-year situation. That is absolutely crazy. So back in 2009, there was a plan to help Brittany actually get a new lawyer because she didn't think that she was advocating adequately on her behalf, particularly in light of the severe restrictions that were placed upon her. She's didn't feel like she was fighting for her in the slightest. Which I feel like there's been lots of things that have come out actually about um, Jamie Spears, which is obviously her father, saying like he hired lawyers that were, he was paying basically to keep her in the conservatorship and to make her continue to suffer. And um, like there was a thing that came out where it's like, he would literally just laugh at her while she's like, help, like I I can't deal with this. And he would literally just laugh at her demise. Like that's your own daughter. Oh, there are bad people out there. And interestingly enough, there is actually no law that says you have the right to an attorney of your choice when you're in this situation. Wendy Williams, she was talking about this. And my favorite iconic quote, I love Wendy Williams. She was like, (laughs) death to all of them. And then everybody was like, and she acted surprised when she literally said it herself. (laughs) How dare you, Mr. Spears? You had me fooled. And you too, Mrs. Spears. Death to all of them. Now, I know we said this at the beginning of the episode, but this next part can be a bit confronting. So feel free to skip ahead if need be. So there were allegations that a guy called Sam was drugging Britney Spears. He denies it. He says he, d- he didn't do it. She took a thousand, well, she took a hundred blood tests and everything and it always came back negative. They were his words. But Sam was apparently the person frequently blamed by both of Britney's parents for all of her public downfall. So everything she did in public always came back on this Sam guy. And he acted as if he was her manager. That was pretty much what his job was, but less official. This Sam guy sounds like a real dick. Yeah. <laughs> well, he comes around. Apparently, when someone is being made to be put in this position, they're entitled to five days heads up. So if they want to contest it, they can find a lawyer, they can contest it. But Britney Spears never got this. And apparently the only reason given for depriving Britney of her five days notice was that Sam is a dangerous guy and needs to be kept away, which doesn't really make sense to me. How was that involving Britney? I don't know. I don't know how he came, as he said, he's the fall guy for everything that happens. But like, I don't understand how this has got to do with Britney. It just confuses me. Like, why would this stop her from getting the five days notice? Yeah, he's dangerous. Separate them. Yeah. They felt like they had to do it to protect Britney from Sam because he was apparently crushing drugs and putting them in her food and then bragging about it. Okay. Well, let's just talk about this for a second. First of all, could be a possibility. Second of all, I feel like the parents were using that as an excuse to get her in the conservatorship earlier without the notice. 100%. Just want to bring that up. But again, these are only thoughts and speculations, not actual fact. So he denies the claim, obviously. He would. Because I feel like he got to jail for a very long time for doing that. Yeah, especially to someone of such a high profile. And he says, we've done a hundred blood tests and drug tests. And the entire time I was with her and she passed every single one of them, which is why the police apparently never came to the door and no one ever called the police. Um, what? This is... There's there's some truth missing here. Definitely. There is a big blind spot somewhere. Mm-hmm. To be accused of these allegations that are so serious, you think your first call would be the police, right? Totally. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. You call the police? This is this... a serious thing. Like, you, yeah. you don't just, you're not just like, oh, I'll call TMZ and just get over it. Like, no, you call the police. Mm-hmm. You report it as a crime because it's a crime. You are, like, affecting somebody's mental uh, public image, uh, their mental 
health, uh, their physical health, and the following 13 plus years of their life. Yep. So Sam says that he was the fall guy because he was the easiest target and the five days notice, as I said before, means she would have been able to contest it, which she would have done, which he says is why she wasn't allowed it because she would have contested it just straight away. Which I agree with that statement. Look, I think that both of them are probably in the wrong, the parents and that guy. Um, Yeah, definitely. Let's just be real. Like there's a truth to this story that we're not being told. Just like there's, you know, there's three sides to the story. There's your side, there's his side, and there's the truth. Yep. I'm not, not am I taking away from Brittany and everything that she's experienced, and I'm not decrediting her for anything, but what I'm saying is that those two individuals that are reporting on this are not Brittany Spears. Brittany Spears can speak for herself. Let her speak. Yeah, you would think. I want to hear her speak, to be honest. That's all I want. I want to actually get on the phone with Brittany and I'd be like, hey, Brittany, how's it going? And actually have like a full on genuine conversation with her and actually get to know the truth. No people listening, just one on one. I can't wait for that to actually come out because, you know, in the next couple of years, it will come out. Oh, she's going to do like something with Oprah Winfrey or something like that. Mm -hmm. You know, they always have that Oprah interview where it's like they expose everything. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Fast forward to today. She had her court hearing last Thursday and reports have come out that there has still been no decision that was made in regards to her conservatorship. However, her father, Jamie Spears, has been suspended as a conservator immediately. So if you don't know couple weeks ago reports have come out that jamie spears had put in basically a petition to stop the conservatorship Mm. now back to today britney spears's attorney said in court that a conservatorship would be terminated this fall so that america fall our spring yeah so her next hearing has to be within the next 45 days from last thursday so basically before the end of November, we all know whether Britney Spears is still going to be in a conservatorship or not. Oh, my God. How bad would it be if she stayed in that and everyone's watching? Everyone has eyes on this on social media. If you've been online at all, you know about this. Poor Britney. That's all I can say is poor Britney. My yeah. heart goes out to her. Now, one thing I did want to talk about is R. Kelly. Um, again, want to preface this. Um, our, this episode today is uh, a lot more serious than our other episodes. Um, just because these things are something that, like, you can't not discuss it. Yeah. Like, there's such important conversations that need to be had in society today, especially like, I don't know, I feel like as a young kid, if I was 16 years old, Mm -hmm. I would love this discussion. Like, I was actually talking to um, a couple of my friends today about 13 Reasons Why, for example. Super confronting. Yep. Super confronting. But brought up some very, very important conversations that need to be had. And it's very real. Like, very real things. Anyways. R. Kelly, he has officially been found guilty of all nine of his charges to do with trigger warning, sex trafficking, sexual abuse, and racketeering. A headline that I did see was somebody's statement basically saying, if society valued black women and girls, convicting R. Kelly wouldn't take so long. Do you know how long these crimes date back? How long? Back in the 90s. Oh, no. (laughs) So, basically, all of this stuff very first came to light back when the first Me Too movement happened. Yeah. And, again, it's so stupid how long it took to convict him. Um, Again, another article I read, people have said, basically, women of colour and the court system and racism is basically the whole reason why this has all been dragged out. And co-founder of the hashtag Mute R. Kelly campaign, 
Kenyatti Barnes, hopefully I said that name correctly, um, quote unquote said, we assume that 15 year old black girls have the cognitive ability to manipulate a grown man. And our reality is that our society does not view black women and black girls as credible. That just makes me feel sick in my stomach. Like, you know, I feel like like even last year, yeah. right? 2020, huge Black Lives Matter movement. Oh, yeah. And this is still an issue. Like, this is disgusting. We're in 2021. People need to be accepted and loved and treated the exact same for who they are. Yeah. Just why even bother, like, bringing someone else down? Focus on yourself. And, you know, like, the whole thing about, like, the skin color. Yeah. Literally, I don't even know why this is a thing because we so literally like the scientific reason behind why people have different colored skins is because of the their bodies and their ancestors adapting to their surroundings so traditional indigenous australians have a dark complexion because australia is hot makes a lot of sense actually and english people naturally are white and pale Mm. because england is cold there you go blowing minds I didn't know it was that hard to figure it out. (laughs) It's like rocket science, I'm telling you, for some people. Jesus, we're going to have to send them to NASA. (laughs) (laughs) So there have been so many people that have spoken out about R. Kelly, including Chance the Rapper in the Surviving R. Kelly Netflix documentary series, which, by the way, if you haven't seen it, I recommend it. And his official charges were guilty of being the ringleader of decades-long racketeering and sex trafficking scheme that preyed upon black women and children, all nine count. How did he get away with this? Why was that the name of his little business? <laughs> it's just so long. <laughs> He's just like, here, guys, take my business card. Like, yeah. <laughs> my question is, how did he have time to have a career in all of this? I was thinking that as well. Because he was still releasing heaps of music at the times that these were, you know, happening. Mm-hmm. How's he find the time? Honestly. Now, there's this famous lawyer. Yeah. Gone after, like, countless amount of celebrities in the past, like Jeffrey Epstein, Harvey Weinstein. Hopefully I said that correctly. She has actually come out and said that after all the predators that she has gone up against, Mr. Kelly is the worst God. And quote unquote, R. Kelly thought that he could get away with all of this, but he didn't. She said that outside of the courthouse after he was found guilty. Nice. I would have loved to what be a part of that jury. Boss. Damn. Why oh. can't I have good lines like that when I'm leaving something? I know. I'll just be like, bye. So we've spoken about some pretty serious topics today. So we're just going to switch it up. Let's change it to a lighter mode. Um, what new music have you been listening to, Kyan? A new up-and-coming artist. I've chosen two of them. Um, one of them I found on TikTok. Um, and the first one that I'm going to talk about is a girl called Zoe Weeze. Hmm. Oh, my gosh. Can I just say her vocals, both these artists have such unique and amazing vocals. Like, I was listening to them and you could just hear the emotion and the pain and, like, everything. You could feel every little ounce of emotion that was she was feeling during this song so the song is called that's how it goes it's featuring black which um it's spelt six l-a-c-k um <laughs> oh my gosh it reminds me of something it's probably going to be like on one of those you know like home and away things <laughs> as, it, as they said like somebody's like broken up with somebody or they like killed somebody and they're like walking away yeah i know exactly what you're talking yeah. about <laughs> and yes it would i can agree with that so I definitely recommend you go and listen to that. It's called That's How It Goes. Her vocals, oh, chef's kiss. Another one I did want to bring up is 
I'm Good by this girl called Regan Kapaki, which how you spell her name is R-E-A-G-A-N-C-A-P-A-C-I. Gotcha. So this girl's voice, I found her on TikTok, the most unique voice. It's like Tones and I unique, but not like, doesn't sound like Tones and I, completely different, but like that level of unique. We need more people that just stand out. Oh my God. So she has multiple songs that are out. My favorite one of hers is Thought, but her brand new one is called I'm Good. It come out on Thursday last week. Oh my God. I'm just obsessed. I'm just obsessed with her. Is it good? It's very like, you know, funky, but like not funk. It's just, oh, it's it's just amazing. You have to listen to it. It's called I'm Good by Breaking Kapaki. Anyways, Jade, what are your favorite songs at the moment? Well, one of my favorite bands is called Half Alive and they released a new one called Make Of It. It's just, oh, the best song I've heard in a very long time. I agree. You played it to me before we recorded this and I'm a little bit obsessed. It is so good. Oh, my gosh. I think more people need to know about Half Alive because when I was researching them last week, there's, like, no information on them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I had to go through interviews and things like that. And they, more people just need to know about them. They're pretty much 21 pilots, but chilled out a bit more. That's a really good way to describe them. Props yeah. to you. You did a good job <laughs> of describing that. Thank you. And another song that I've been listening to is by Role Model. We did speak about this on Thursday, but Death Wish. Oh, okay, I can still we, can't get over can it. Can we just talk about Death Wish for a second? Yes. The line where it's like she cross. wears the cross on her neck and it's upside down. Oh. I'm helpless. Tingles actual tingles oh my god and the production value of that song is really good and it's also very different to all of his other things i feel like they're all so light-hearted and funny right like this one's so mm. yeah like all of his other songs that like i've listened to it's very like you know i've never seen no one like you and it's like oh you know like i love you i love you like you know i'm good hello you know all that kind of stuff and then this one's like she's gonna kill me she's murdered somebody like it's dark who hurt him I, I want to know. Yeah, I need a word with them. <laughs> but I also, like, wouldn't mind if, like, you call me. <laughs> and another little fun fact for you. If you remember the script, they're actually going on tour in 2022. Oh, my God, stop. There are so many artists going on tour in 2022. Yep, they're all just locking it in. Because it's been, what, two years now? No one can tour. I hope that they come. Me too. I want to go see them. Let's go see them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> If you've enjoyed today's episode, make sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, and on our Instagram page as well at Muso Mondays. And tune in next Monday from 6 p.m. so we can update you with everything that is happening in music and hopefully also some more lighthearted stuff as well. Heck yeah. Goodbye. Muso Mondays with Kyan and Jade.